May 1st, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order. Psalm 122, Proverbs 1, Ecclesiastes 1. Why don't you pray with us, please? Honor your name, dear Heavenly Father. It is written, If thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Almighty Father in heaven, I love your Son, Jesus Christ. I am astounded at your willingness to send him to die for a group of sinners. We truly do not deserve his life, let alone his death. Jesus Christ, I thank you for your gentle and illuminating life on earth. Thank you for teaching us how to love and be loved. I love you, Christ, my Lord. In your holy name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Amen. Psalm 122. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into thy house. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together, whither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimony of Israel. They give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls, and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sakes, I will now say, Peace be within thee. Because in the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. Psalm 122, Amen. Proverbs 1. Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand the proverb and the interpretation thereof, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise what is a man to instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, Come with us, let us weigh wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as that, as that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us and let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird. They lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. 
So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without, she utters her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse and the openings of the gates. In the city she utters her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, while ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn ye at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called, and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity, and I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction comes as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me. But I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel, they despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Be glad. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit hath a man all his labor which he taketh under the sun? One generation passes away, and another generation cometh. But the earth abideth forever. The sun also arises, and the sun goeth down, and hastes to his place where he arose. The wind goeth toward the south, and turneth about unto the north. It whirleth about continually, and the wind returneth again according to his circuits. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. Unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither they return again. All things are full of labor. Man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said? See, this is new. It hath been already was before us. There is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come after. I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. And I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. This sore travail hath God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity and vexation of pitch spirit. That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. I commune with my own heart, saying, Lo, I am come to great state, and have gotten more wisdom than all they that have been before me in Jerusalem. Yea, my heart had great experience of wisdom and knowledge. And I gave my heart to know wisdom, and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is vexation of spirit, for in much wisdom is much grief. And he that increases knowledge 
increases sorrow. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order. First segment. For May 1st, amen. Through the Bible and Holy Spirit order for May 1st, second segment. Ecclesiastes 2, 3, 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. I said in my heart, Go to now. I will prove thee with mirth. Therefore enjoy pleasure. And behold, this also is vanity. I said of laughter, It is mad. And of mirth, what doeth it? I sought my heart to give myself unto wine, yet acquaint my heart with wisdom. And I lay hold on folly, till I might see what was that good for the sons of men, which they should do under the heaven all the days of their life. I made me great works, I builded me houses, I planted me vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards, and I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. I made me pools of water, the water there was the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got my servants and maidens, and had servants born in my house. Also I had great possession of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold, and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got me men singers and women singers, and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments, and that of all sorts. So I was great, and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me. And whatsoever my eyes desired, I kept not from them. I withhold not my heart from any joy, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor. And this was my portion of all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit. There was no profit under the sun. And I turned myself to behold wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do that cometh after the king? Even that which hath been already done. Then I saw that wisdom excelleth folly, as far as light excelleth darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, that the fool walketh in darkness. And I myself perceived also that one event happeneth to them all. Then said I in my heart, As it happeneth to the fool, so it happeneth even to me. And why was I then more wise? Then I say it in my heart, That this also is vanity. For there is no remembrance of the wise more than of the fool forever, seeing that which now is in the days to come shall all be forgotten. And how dieth the wise man as the fool? Therefore I hated life. Because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me, for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun, because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me. And who knows whether he shall be a wise man or a fool? Yet shall he have rule over all my labor wherein I have labored, and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. This is also vanity. Therefore I went about to cause my heart to despair of all the labor which I took under the sun. For there is a man whose labor is in wisdom, and in knowledge, and in equity. Yet to a man that hath not labor therein shall he leave it for his portion. This also is vanity and a great evil. For what hath man of all his labor, and of the vexation of his heart, wherein he hath labored under the sun? For all his days are sorrows, and his travail grief. Yea, his heart taketh not rest in the night, 
this is also vanity. There is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink, and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw, that it was from the hand of God. For who can eat, or who else can hasten hereunto more than I? For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight wisdom, and knowledge, and joy, but to the sinner he giveth travail, to gather and to heap up, that he may give to him that is good before God. This also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the sun. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down, and a time to build up. A time to weep, and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get, and a time to lose. A time to keep, and a time to cast away. A time to rend, and a time to sow. A time to keep silence, and a time to speak. A time to love. And a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in him. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. I know that there is no good in them but for a man to rejoice and to do the good in his life, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor, it is the gift of God. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it, that men shall fear before them. That which hath been is now, and that which is to be hath already been. And God requireth that which is past, and moreover I saw under the sun the place of judgment, that wickedness was there, and the place of righteousness, that iniquity was there. I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work. I said in my heart concerning the state of the sons of men, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. For that which befalleth the sons of men befalleth beasts. Even one thing befalleth them. As the one dieth, so dieth the other. Yea, they have all one breath, so that a man hath no preeminence above a beast, for all is vanity. All go into one place, all are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. Who knoweth the spirit of man that goeth upward, and the spirit of the beast that goeth downward to the earth? Wherefore I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion, for who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. 
So I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun. And behold, the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. And on the side of their oppressors there was power, but they had no comforter. Wherefore I praise the dead, which are already dead, more than the living, which are yet alive. Yea, better is he that both they, which have not yet been, who hath not seen the evil work that is done under the sun. Again, I considered all travail and every right work, that for this a man is envied of his neighbor. This is also vanity and vexation of spirit. The fool foldeth his hands together and eateth his own flesh. Better is a handful with quietness than both the hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. Then I returned, and I saw vanity under the sun. There is one alone, and there is not a second, yea, he hath neither child nor brother, yet is there no end of all his labor. Neither is his eye satisfied with riches, neither saith he, For whom do I labor, and bereave my soul of good? There is also vanity, yea, it is a sore travail. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, that one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falls. For he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Better is a poor and a wise child than an old and foolish king, who will no more be admonished. For out of prison he cometh to reign, whereas also he that is born in his kingdom becometh poor. I considered all the living which walk under the sun, with the second child that shall stand up in his stead. There is no end of all the people, even of all that have been before them. They also that come after shall not rejoice in him. Surely this is also... Surely this also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the second segment for April, for May 1st, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, third segment for May 1st. Numbers chapter 5, Second Kings chapter 6, verse Chronicles 24. Numbers chapter 5. The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they put out of the camp every leper, and everyone that hath an issue, and whosoever is defiled by the dead. Both male and female shall ye put out. Without the camp shall ye put them, that they defile not their camps in the midst whereof I dwell. And the children of Israel did so, and put them out without the camp, as the Lord spake unto Moses. So did the children of Israel. The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, when a man or woman shall commit any sin that men commit, to do a trespass against the Lord, and that person be guilty. Then they shall confess their sin, which they have done, and he shall recompense his trespass with the principle thereof, and add unto it the fifth part thereof, and give it unto him against whom he hath trespassed. But if the man have no kinsman to recompense the trespass unto, let the trespass be recompensed unto the Lord, even to the priest, beside the ram of the atonement, or 
by an atonement shall be made for him. And every offering of all the holy things of the children of Israel, which they bring unto the priests, shall be his. Every man's hallowed thing shall be his. Whatsoever any man giveth the priest, it shall be his. The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, If any man's life go aside, and commit a trespass against him, and a man lie with her carnally, and it be hid from the eyes of her husband, and be kept close, and she be defiled, and there be no witness against her, neither she be taken with the manner. And the spirit of jealousy be come upon him, and he be jealous of his wife, and she be defiled. For if the spirit of jealousy come upon him, and he be jealous of his wife, and she be not defiled, then shall the man bring his wife unto the priest, and he shall bring her offering for her, the tenth part of an ephah of barley meal. He shall pour no oil upon him, nor put frankincense thereon, for it is an offering of jealousy, an offering of memorial, bringing iniquity to remembrance. Then the priest shall bring her near, and set her before the Lord. And then the priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel. And of the dust that is in the floor of the tabernacle, the priest shall take and put it into the water. And the priest shall set the woman before the Lord, and uncover the woman's head, and put the offering of the memorial in her hands, which is the jealousy offering. And the priest shall have in his hand the bitter water that causes the curse. And the priest shall charge her by an oath, and say unto the woman, If no man have lain with thee, and if thou hast not gone aside to uncleanness with another instead of thy husband, be thou free from this bitter water that causes the curse. But if thou hast gone aside to another instead of thy husband, and if thou be defiled, and some man have lain with thee beside thy husband, then the priest shall charge a woman with an oath of cursing. And the priest shall say unto the woman, The Lord make thee a curse and an oath among thy people. And what art done, make thy thigh to rot and thy belly to swell. And this water that causes the curse shall go into thy bowels to make thy belly to swell and thy thigh to rot. And the woman shall say, Amen, Amen. And the priest shall write these curses in a book, and he shall blot them out with the bitter water, and he shall cause the woman to drink the bitter water that causes the curse. The water that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter, and the priest shall take the jealousy offering out of the woman's hand, and shall wave the offering before the Lord, and offer it upon the altar. And the priest shall take a handful of the offering, even a memorial thereof, and burn it up upon the altar, and afterwards shall cause the woman to drink the water. And when he hath made her to drink the water, then it shall come to pass that if she be defiled and have done trespass against her husband, that the water that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter, and her belly shall swell, and her thigh shall rot, and the woman shall be a curse among her people. And if the woman be not defiled, but be clean, then she shall be free, and shall conceive seed. This is the law of jealousies. When a wife goeth aside to another instead of her husband, and is defiled, or when the spirit of jealousy come upon him, and he be jealous over his wife, and shall set the woman before the Lord, then the priest shall execute upon her all this law. Then shall the man be guiltless from iniquity, and this woman shall bear her iniquity. Numbers chapter 5, Amen. 2 Kings chapter 6.
And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence there remain a beam, and let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was fell in a beam, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore said he, Take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of, and saved himself there not once nor twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, well, ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel. And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is, and I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city about and when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, <laughs> Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. And Elisha said unto them, This is not the way, neither this is the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he laid, led them to Samaria. And it came to pass, when they were coming into Samaria, that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men, that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. And the king of Israel said unto Elisha, when he saw them, My father, shall I smite them? Shall I smite them? And he answered, Thou shalt not smite them. Wouldst thou smite those whom thou hast taken captive with thy sword and with thy bow? Set bread and water before them, that they may eat and drink, and go to their master. And he prepared great provision for them. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away. And they went to their master. So the bands of Syria came no more into the land of Israel. And it came to pass after this that Benahadad, king of Syria, gathered all his hosts and went up and besieged Samaria. 
And there was a great famine in Samaria, and behold, they besieged it, and Anas's head was sold for fourscore pieces of silver, and the fourth part of a cab of doves dung for five pieces of silver. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him, saying, Help, my lord, O king. And he said, If the Lord do not help thee, when shall I help thee? Out of the barn floor, or out of the winepress? And the king said unto her, What ailest thee? I don't think so. I think they're uh, covered in some kind of plant. And she says unto her, What ailest thee? And she answered, this woman said unto me, Give me thy son, that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son, and did eat him. And I said unto her the next day, Give thy son, that we may eat him. And she hath hid her son. And it came to pass, the king heard the words of the woman, that he rent his clothes, and he passed by upon the wall, and the people looked, and behold, he had sackcloth within upon his flesh. Then he said, God, do so more also to me, the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, shall stand on him this day. But Elisha sat in his house, and the elders sat with him. And the king sent a man from before him, but ere the messenger came to him, he said to the elders, See how the son of a murderer has sent to take away my head. Look, when the messenger cometh, shut the door, and hold him fast at the door. Is not the sound of his master's feet behind him? And while he yet talked with him, behold, the messenger came down unto him, and he said, Behold, this evil is of the Lord. What should I wait for the Lord any longer? Second Kings chapter 6, Amen. First Chronicles chapter 24. Now these are the divisions of the sons of Aaron. Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father and had no children. Therefore Eleazar and Ithamar executed the priest's office. And David distributed them both, Zadok of the sons of Eleazar and Ahimelech of the sons of Ithamar, according to their offices and their services. There were more chief men found in the sons of Eleazar than of the sons of Ithamar. Thus were they divided. Among the sons of Eleazar, there were sixteen chief men of the house of their fathers, and eight among the sons of Ithamar, according to the house of their fathers. Thus were they divided by lot. <laughs> One sort with another, for the governors of the sanctuary and governors of the house of God were of the sons of Eleazar and of the sons of Ithamar. And Shemaniah, the son of Nathanael, the scribe, and one of the Levites, wrote them before the king and the princes, and Zadok the priest, and Ahimelech the son of Abithar, and before their chief of the fathers of the priests and Levites, one principal household being taken for Eliezer, and one taken for Ithamar. Now the first lot come forth to Jehoiarim, the second to Jediah, the third to Haram, the fourth to Seirim, the fifth to Malchijah, the sixth to Magium, the seventh to Hakzakaz, the eighth to Abijah, the ninth to Jeshua, the tenth to Shechaniah, the eleventh to Eliashib, the twelfth to Jacob. 
the 13th of Hufa, and 14th of Jeshayab, the 15th of Belgam, the 16th of Emmer, the 17th of Hezer, the 18th of Ephesus, the 19th of Petahiah, the 20th of Jehazakel, the 1 and 20th of Jacob, the 2 and 20th of Gabon, the 3 and 20th of Deliah, the 4th and 20th of Isaiah. These were the orderings of them in their service. They come into the house of the Lord according to their manner, under Aaron their father, as the Lord God of Israel commanded him. And the rest of the sons of Levi were these, so the sons of Amram, Shabael, of the sons of Shabael, Jediah, concerning Rahabiah, of the sons of Rahabiah, the first was Ishiah, of the Izaharites, Shelemah, of the sons of Shelemah, Jehaz, and the sons of Hebron. Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, Jechamiam the fourth, of the sons of Uziel, Micah, the sons of Micah, Shamer, the brother of Micah, was Ishiah, of the sons of Ishiah, Zechariah, the sons of Mariah were Mali, Amushi, the sons of Jehaziah, Bino, the sons of Mariah, by Jehaziel, Bino, Shoham, and Zechar, and Ibrahim. And Mali became Eliezer, who had no sons. Concerning Kish, the son of Kish was Jeremiah, the sons of the Mushi, Mali, and Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the sons of the Levites, after the house of their fathers. These likewise cast lots over against their brethren, the sons of Aaron, in the presence of David the king of Zadok, and Ahimelech, and the chief of the fathers of the priests and Levites, even the principal fathers, over against their younger brethren. First Chronicles chapter 24. Four, amen, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for the third segment for May 1st.